it's Jolie, and you're listening to On The Go Joe. Okay, so this is my first episode, and I am beyond excited. So excited. I'm also extremely nervous, <laughs> but I wanted to express gratitude and thankfulness because, oh my goodness, you guys, I was blown away, flabbergasted so blown away at the amount of support and encouraging text messages and encouraging comments as I was just going on living life about starting up my podcast. I can't believe how far my trailer had gone and how many people had listened to it because I didn't even really push spreading out my trailer. I sent it to a few friends here and there, but I didn't push it on any of my social medias and it kind of went far and wide and I truthfully was not expecting that. So thank you. Thank you so much. I can't believe that. So it just gets me more excited and more motivated if possible. (laughs) So super grateful to even be able to start out my first episode with the simple act of thankfulness. Yes, thank you. That Those are my words. So before I get into a little bit about uh, what I'm going to be talking about, I have to say, and I don't want this to be a common thread <laughs> throughout my podcast, but I've already recorded this once. I got halfway through I stopped to listen just to make sure things were going well, and there was a sound. My microphone was making this sound. Over and over again. And the sound wouldn't stop, and I was so, so bugged. I was so bugged because I was 18 minutes into recording, and my goal for my podcasts are to make the episodes around 30 minutes. I don't want it to be much shorter or much longer than that. So I was close to being done. And I had some really good tidbits in it. So hopefully take two is better and hopefully I fixed the sound. I don't even know how I fixed it. I think it might have fixed itself. I'm going to say that it was me, but truthfully, I have, I don't know what I did or what even happened. Also, for a little bit of context... I'm sitting at our local lagoon. Actually, I don't know if it's a lagoon. It's a pond of water that was man-made and it smells. It smells every year so bad in my hometown of sewer. But luckily, the way that the wind is blowing, I'm not actually smelling it. This is one of my favorite places to come and watch the sunset or sunrise probably i've well i've never watched the sunrise here but i watched the sunset and it's gorgeous because i live in minnesota and it's just straight plains here you can see as far as your eye will let you so to comfort myself and calm myself down from the nerves of recording this first episode i <laughs> decided to come out to my place okay so getting into the episode I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. I wanted the first episode to be super grabbing and enthusiastic and all of that, but genuinely, that's just not my personality. I'm an excited person, and 
all that, but it's not in your face and that's how I wanted this episode to be, but then I realized I didn't want to force it. I wanted it to be authentic. So I decided I will go more into what the name means because I have been asked that a lot. I've gotten some texts, some Snapchats, questions in person of what does the name mean? How did you come up with the name of your podcast? And truthfully, it's not a great story. There's no like crazy aha moment of like, yes, that is the name of my podcast. I have been waiting for it to come to me. No, I I was driving to Fargo, which is two hours away from my hometown. I took the quickest way there. So I was on a highway that basically just drove me straight. No turns, no nothing. So it's it's boring. So I was listening to some podcasts and music and I was going back and forth from the two. So I was on a really boring stretch of the drive, which let's be honest, the whole drive is boring. But anyway, it just came to me. Like, I can't explain it any further than that. I I don't even think I was thinking about a name for my podcast. I had known a few days ago, I had decided that I wanted to do a podcast and that I was going to do it by myself and all of that. But at the time, I wasn't even really thinking about it, and it just came to me on the go, Joe. And I really liked it, and I snapped two people, and they loved it. And so that's that's the name. That That is the story that you guys have been wanting. I can talk a little bit more about it as to why I like it. So I mentioned in the trailer, obviously my name is Jolie, and shortened, it could be Joe as a nickname. And I... I don't like that. I have one friend that calls me Joe and I love it. Absolutely love it. She calls me Joe more often than my name. And then I've got a cousin and her mom, my aunt, who rarely but sometimes will call me Joe and it doesn't bug me, it doesn't irk me, and so I let it slide. But even my own mom, my own mother, used to try to call me Joe and mm-mm, I would not, it wouldn't fly with me. I did mention I feel like I'm opening the door because I know that I am. And I've had friends jokingly already text me, Hey, Joe, what's up? And I'm like, no. mm -mm." First of all, you have to try it in person first because I need to hear it coming out and then I'll decide. And maybe it's something that along the way, it'll just become more natural and it won't feel so foreign. But I do feel like my name is Jolie and that is my name it's not Joe, but I could change. I'm not saying that I will never, ever not like when people call me Joe. I don't want to put myself in that box because if it turns out that I do like it, then I would have a chain of people saying, but you said, because that's how it goes. So anyway, the double meaning, I feel like there is a double meaning behind the name Joe. I am calling myself Joe here for the sake of making the name flow because on the go, Joe Lee, doesn't sound good. But on the go, Joe, it does. But also, coffee is often called Joe. I love coffee. I actually work at a coffee shop and every single morning I wake up to go to work, I genuinely am so happy and excited to go to work because first of all, the people are amazing. But secondly, I get to make coffee all day long for the people in my town think about it. Coffee is something that you do when you want to hang out with a friend or it's a way to connect and to bond and to socialize with people. So I also thought that that was the double meaning behind it is Joe 
cup of coffee and Joe as in Jolie. And coffee makes you be on the go. It gets you energized. It gets you going for the day or for the afternoon. Ironically, though, most caffeine doesn't work on me. So coffee doesn't wake me up for the day, which is very sad. So yeah, and I'm a very on-the-go person. I am, I'm really quick, decisive, assertive, and just ready to go. So that is why that is the name of my podcast. Okay, so a bit as to why I wanted to start a podcast other than I just wanted to is it's an outlet. It's an outlet for me to just talk about whatever I want to talk about. And I have, yes, I have friends who are willing to listen for the most part or coworkers who are great and they listen to what's going on in life. Um, but I do like to, to spend time alone to recharge and just reconnect with what is going on in the world and within myself and all that stuff. So this is an outlet for me to just sit down in my own presence and talk about whatever is on my mind, my opinions, my different projects and things that I'm researching without the immediate fear of judgment. And another thing is I can reach people. I want to reach people however I can and in whatever way that looks. And so this is one way for me to do that. This is a way to produce positivity and uh, encouragement to people. Honestly, the last reason is probably more than anything as I just wanted to. So that is a brief overview as to how I got the name, why I wanted to do a podcast. So I still didn't exactly know what I wanted this episode to be. Uh, honestly, even right now as I'm recording it, I mean, I have some ideas written down. So what I've landed on is I think I'll share some stories that I feel kind of encompass my personality so you can get to know me a little bit more and understand who I am as a person a bit more. Before I get into those stories, I have many times asked people, if you could describe me, how would you describe me? And one of the first words that always gets spoken is competitive. I am a very competitive person just always have been as a child, always had to be the best or winning, and even now as an adult. And I've learned a lot about it. I have taken so many personality tests, not not because of the competitiveness, but it ties in. And one specifically, the Strength Finders, uh, which I have a friend who is certified, she's a coach. And it's been super interesting. I've met with her a few times discussing some of the different strengths that I have, but I'm not going to get into it. There will be an episode all about the different personality tests like Myers-Briggs, Enneagram, my church does the portrait testnality, testnality. <laughs> personality tests, um, which is the colors we all refer to as colors. So there's red, blue, green, and yellow. And they all mean something different. So I'll get into all of those in a later episode, which I'm super excited about, by the way. I kind of geek out on personality tests. But anyway, so how a lot of friends describe me and myself is competitive, quick, assertive, decisive, and then there's been few people have said it, which you kind of have to think about it for a minute, but I really resonate with it and I like to describe myself as this way, is ready. 
I'm always ready to do something, to get something moving, to be on the go, um, to really honestly just begin. Begin whatever it is that needs to be started or something needs to, someone needs to get the ball rolling and I'm often ready to do that. So I'm going to share some stories that I feel encompass all of those things or a lot of those characteristics that I often hold. So one of them is when I decided to move to California. So I was visiting some friends out there in 2019 and they, one of them had said, why don't you just live out here? And I thought to myself, you know what? You're right. Why don't I live out there? I thought it was so bizarre that I had never thought about it. And so I get home from the week and a half vacation out there and it wouldn't leave my mind because what 19, 18 year old wouldn't want to move to California? Like, come on, seriously. That is like the dream, the ideal situation, right? So I decided I was going to move to California (laughs) in like a day. I, well, I took one day to pray about it and really contemplate and consider it, but I already had in my mind that I was going to go. So I am very stubborn. And once I get something in my mind, that's, that's just what it is. So I had also consulted a few friends who I find wise and know me quite well. Um, and they were in favor of it. So all the more I was like, yeah, for sure. Totally moving to California. So fast forward two months, I'm in California. That's yep. Right around the holidays. I went, I think like one day after Thanksgiving or something crazy like that. And I was there and everyone was like, well, you should kind of wait till after Christmas, spend Christmas with your family. No, I already had in my mind that I was going before Christmas. And so I went. So two months later, that's a really short time. I can admit that that is a really short time to decide to move everything across the country with not a much further plan than that. So another two months goes by and I had been super emotional, hadn't really been doing my best to reach out and gain my own community. I did, however, get a job and they actually hired me to build this youth program, this teen center within a boys and girls club, which is for more elementary age and up, I think. But they wanted me to specifically create a teen center geared and focused on teenagers and what they're into and a different way to outreach to that demographic. Um, But it didn't sit right. And I remember being super confused because it's everything that I could have wanted at that time. So I knew I had to come home and I had it in my mind that I needed to come home. So I called one friend and I cried to her on the phone as I was walking outside holding a cup of coffee, looking at the mountains in Northern California saying I wanted to come home and she of course was in favor but she actually set aside her own feelings and helped me weigh out the pros and cons and the different reasons why it would benefit me to stay and why it would benefit me to come home and at the end of that phone conversation I knew I was coming home so I went home like really quickly after that 
Um, <laughs> so it's actually not a sad story. I feel like I shared it in a way that makes it sound depressing or sad, but I do not regret going out to California. I think it was a really good experience for me. Um, I can more go more in depth in that story if you want, because there is so much more to it, like emotionally and internally and spiritually, but I made the decision to move out in two months and I made the decision to come back home after two months of being there. That's that's a really short time. That is not a long time to figure things out. Um, but to me it was. And I just knew. I just trust my gut feeling and intuition and my own relationship with the Holy Spirit. I trust so firmly. And so when I get a feeling and a peace about something, I know it and I go for it and I don't waver in that decision or in the assertiveness that I bring towards that decision. I don't question it and I don't doubt it because of how often just trusting in that gap between me and the Holy Spirit I know it's going to work out and it's going to be good. So I knew choosing to come home is what I needed to do because I felt that peace. And I felt it going out too. So there was reason for going out. So another thing, something that is happening right now is buying a car. I hate the process of buying a car because it's not like a one and done thing. You can't just see a car, say I want it, go in buy it off the lot and leave your car. It's such a long process and this has been pulling everything out of me to not be impulsive, to not be fast-paced and trying to move things along quicker than they need to be because I just want a new stinking car. And I have been researching different cars that I want and I finally found the one. And my da- I'm very thankful. My dad is helping me a lot in this process with the purchasing, making sure it is a good car, um, checking the year and the make of it, and blah, blah, blah. All of the things that I probably don't want to or would ever think about when buying a car. But I finally found one yesterday. And it is the color, the make, the model. Everything that I want in a car is in this car, and the price range is pretty ideal. It is the lowest amount that I have seen for this car. I almost gave up hope for this car, but a while back I wanted a, a a different style of a car and I was really stubborn and set on that and was only looking on that model. And then I moved on real quickly and I've discovered this car and I have been really stuck on it now for about three weeks, which is a long time for me. And so then that's how I know that that is the one because I've been stuck on it for more than like a week. So it's perfect. It's in another small town just a little ways away. And so it's a good community, safe community, good friends. Um, everybody knows everybody. So it's going to be a good purchase. So my dad and I are actually going to that town here in actually about 10 minutes. And I'm going to go see if I can buy the car. So... I'm super excited because my dad is in favor of this car. So it's just a matter of checking out the financial side of things and making sure that it's something that I can do. But I am super excited. And how that fits into my characteristic is that I found this car that I wanted and I didn't settle and was only looking for that specific type of car because that my stubbornness said, yep, that is it. And I finally found it and 
now I'm making things move along super quickly because like I said, this has been testing my patience. I it, It's just so hard. Buying buying a car, the process of it has been so daunting on me. I could, I would have bought a car right off the lot one day when I was with my mom and we both kind of looked at each other and knew like, should probably wait for my dad to be with because some part of us knew that it would be much more tragic if we went along with this purchase. Now that doesn't mean that I wanted to wait. I was dead set on getting that car and you know, thankfully I didn't because now I have found the car that I actually want. So, I mean, there is virtue in patience, or patience is a virtue. That's what the saying is. But, you know, patience is a virtue and it's something that I honestly lack in a lot of different areas. But I am thankful that I did because... I can say, as of today, I finally got the car that I wanted. Um, so the other day when I was recording it, we went out to get to test out the car. My dad wanted to see it, have a conversation with the dealer, and we didn't get it that day. And I was quite upset internally because, like I was saying, it's such a long process and I don't understand, like that was the car. Financially, it was good. Everything made sense, so I didn't understand why we couldn't just get it, but we went back the next day, and we were able to get the car, so I had to be patient for one day, but that is okay. So anyway, I feel like all of that goes to show how just quick I like to move things along. I've already told people, like, if I ever need to be in the process of buying a house or buying another car, I want to be as far and distance from that whole process as humanly possible. Of course, I want to have a say and know what's going on, but man, it just eats me alive. I cannot do it. Okay, so I'm going to share one last story and then I'll wrap things up to kind of speak into my competitiveness, which I'm sure I'll dive more into um, in a later episode when I talk about the different personality tests. But this story that I want to share now is there it's kind of two in one so last year or was it maybe two years ago we a bunch of my friends put on a friendsgiving and it's become this giant annual thing and there's always games involved and so one year we played a giant game of spoons i'm talking like 15 maybe more people started out in the beginning and my best friend and i uh, <laughs> We know that we probably shouldn't play games together because we can get very harsh and competitive towards each other. Half of it is joking and then the other half, it's like we actually get hurt and stung by the words that we're saying even though we're half joking. It's treading, like you gotta tread the water careful here when we're playing a game together. So we're playing this giant game of spoons and she is also very competitive. Um, We both like to win. So, wouldn't you know, it's down to my best friend and I, the two finalists in a in this giant game of spoons. So, people are saying who they think is going to win, and it's this big thing, and we're both feeling pressure, and I ended up losing, and it became this ginormous fight, and it's still talked about today, 
And the reason why it became a fight is because of how she won. I'm not going to get into it because it still is this like stirs up some emotion, but she was looking at my cards. Some say that's cheating. Some say it's not. But however, she saw that I had gotten all four of the same number, which is what you need in spoons in order to grab the spoon. And so she saw my cards and grabbed the spoon. And so then I lost because I wasn't quick enough. So it was this crazy big thing. And to this day, it's still mentioned and talked about. <laughs> and then another side story to that, that same year, her daughter who I love very much, wanted to sit next to me. And I remember telling her, I said, love, this probably isn't the greatest idea. Like, because I didn't want to hurt her if I like moved for the spoon too quickly or I didn't want to be the reason she got out. But I also didn't care enough if I was the reason that she got out. And so, you know, in spoons, you can rip the spoon, at least the way that we play, you can rip the spoon out of someone's hand if you're still like in the center. You can't obviously like fight fight it when they've clearly had the spoon. So she was four, four or five at the time. And I ripped the spoon out of her hand and she got out. And I, I did, I felt extremely bad, but I warned her. And so yeah, that spoon took me to the finals. <laughs> so I wasn't too mad about it. But anyway, so those are two stories that kind of speak into how competitive I am. So thank you so much for listening to my first episode. I, again, I can't express how thankful I am for everyone that listened to just the trailer. That kind of blew my mind. Um, I will have my social medias linked in this description so you'll want to be sure to follow them for more updates and to learn a little bit more about me and I want to try to be interactive on there so I'll be posting some questions or if I am doing a topic I might want to ask for some feedback on certain things so just be sure to follow those so you can stay up to date and be a little bit more in the know and I'll be posting some behind the scenes, especially when I have some of my friends on to do some interviews or share some stories with them. So you won't want to miss out on that. Again, thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed this first episode. So with that, have a great day and enjoy a cup of coffee or a Red Bull. I don't know. Bye.